Good morning, Bill. Um, I wanted to ask you about Ramondre Stevenson and sort of how you would characterize his running style. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, every player has their own style, so I don't, I don't know. It's, but he's, he has size and he's got some quickness. Um, you know, we saw some speed in the Washington game. So he's done a pretty good job with the ball in his hands. I mean, the ball security is something that every every player has to always work on and be aware of. But, um, you know, I think he's improved a lot in in his um, running and also just in general fundamentals and assignments and those kind of things. So um, he's had a good camp. Next question, Alex Burns, followed by Zach Tom. Good morning, Bill. Um, it seems like Sean Wade played a good amount last night. I'm just curious, what to you, what does it say about him that you know he just got here three or four days ago and he was already to play seemingly a significant number of snaps right away in a preseason game? Yeah, right. Well, it was our only chance to get him any any playing time here. Um, we played with the Ravens in uh, earlier in preseason, but you know, got him in, kind of rushed him in. Um, you know, Mike spent a lot of time with him in the last couple of days, just trying to, you know, catch him up on, on some things, so he would have an opportunity to play. And so it was good to get him some game action where he, you know, could hear the call and start to, you know, play the defense in, in real games. Um, you know, as opposed to practice settings where things are a little more controlled. So it was good to get that experience. Uh, obviously, he's got you know long way to go um, to catch up, but. He's a smart kid. He he works at it, and I think he'll be able to to pick things up. It, it'll just take a little bit of time, but he's he seems to pick things up pretty quickly. Next question, Zach Cox, followed by Andrew Tony. Morning, Bill. Hey, Zach. Uh, obviously, a, a bit of a different schedule this year, um, going from the preseason to the regular season. What changes for you, preparation-wise, when you have that? that extra week in here before week one? Uh, well, it's it's similar to having a bye week. Uh, we play on Sunday, and then we play again in two weeks on Sunday. So it, it would be similar to that. We're certainly at a different point than, than we would be during the season in terms of the amount of things that we have in and so forth. Uh, we're still... There's still some things that we need to either install or, or that just haven't come up in preseason, and we need to work on them. So uh, there's there's definitely you know a lot to work on there. But in terms of a of an overall schedule and so forth, I'd say it would be similar to that. You know, the players have worked hard. We've had you know some four good practices against uh, the Eagles and the Giants, and and our games and. You know the daily routine that we go through. So, you know, this is a good week for um, the players to kind of take care of some of the bumps and bruises, and you know, kind of refresh a little bit, um, and and then get ready to go. So we'll use the time to rest, recover, and and start to prepare. But you know the 
the real heavy preparations won't won't really get going until next week. I mean, obviously, we like every team in the league have a lot of roster decisions to make, and uh, we'll see what our opponents do uh, in that time as well. Uh, so we actually know what we're what we're getting ready for. Um, you know, the best that we can, knowing that there'll be some some unknowns on opening day, like there always are. But uh, there's there's still a lot of a lot of things that are that are unsettled uh, on our team and and on every team, and they'll start to clear up a little bit as the week goes on, and uh, we'll go from there. Discussion under Callahan, followed by Mike Walker. Hey, Bill, two quick ones for me. Um, first, what, if anything, kind of surprised you about your preseason and training camp now that those are both over? Well, I th- again, I think each training camp's unique and every every team's unique. So really just, you know, getting to know, getting to know the players on the team, seeing how the new players uh, who came from a variety of uh, different sources, how that all fit together. Uh, with our veteran players, some of the players that didn't play last year that are playing now. Uh, so it's, I wouldn't say it was a big surprise, but it was just a process of seeing it all come together. That was a big, big part of this training camp. And um, with the new CBA, there are some things that were a little bit different um, from what they were in 19. Last year, of course, was quite a bit different than than what it had been in the past. So this year was maybe a little bit of a combination of both. Some similarities to 19, but some similarities to 20. Um, so just to get, you know, trying to get on a schedule and and maximize our time and, and our opportunities to meet, practice, and so forth. Um, you know, try, trying to get the most out of those. Uh, that was, you know, that was something that we had to um, plan and work through and modify a little bit, but overall, I thought it went went pretty smoothly. And then, last one. Um, I know you talked before about around the trade deadline. You know, deals are typically known, or the market is kind of set for the most part before you get to that actual four p.m. or whatever it is around cut down day. From your experience and at least your knowledge now, do you expect there any trades, or, or is it a different dynamic where things might hope happen a little bit closer to the deadline? Yeah, as I've said uh, many times before, Andrew, the the trading process in the National Football League is um, each trade's different, uh, each situation's a little bit different. The team that you're working with and what's involved and so forth. Um, and again, I think that's the whole spectrum. There could be no talk of any type of trade or exchange of anything, and then. In a short amount of time, I would say, you know, probably the quickest one I can remember is maybe 15 minutes. All of a sudden, somebody comes up and you move on it and it's done in 15 minutes. I've seen other ones where, honestly, it's gone on for months um, for one reason or another, um, that the process goes on for, you know, weeks or maybe a couple of months, and then ultimately never happens. Um, for one reason or another. So, and all of it in between. So it's, you can think you're about to do something and it's a couple days away and something could happen on your team, something could happen on their team, all of a sudden somebody's not available or 
somebody uses their draft pick on something else that maybe helps their team more. And so that that part of the trade's not available. There's a lot of things that can happen, and they happen very quickly. And sometimes they happen slowly, and then sometimes, as I said, you think it's going to – and then something happens, and it totally – you know, comes off the table or comes on the table. So it's really a hard thing to to predict, and so I don't try to do it. Uh, I know that's your job, but honestly, if if we don't know, and and I think that's true on a lot of the teams that we speak to as well. Hey, we want to see how this goes. I want to see how this guy's injuries coming along, you know, so forth. I mean, I don't know how you could know, but maybe you do. Next question, Mark Curley, followed by Mark Gaines. Hi, Bill. Uh, kind of a lighter summer for Nick Folk from what we've seen. Uh, he got the kick in last night. I was wondering um, where you, how you feel about where he is right now and if you have the uh, kicking situation resolved. Right. Well, Nick, um, you know, kicked for a week in the spring in uh, minicamp and then um, – Missed, missed a little bit of time here in training camp and came back and uh, kicked last week and, and last night. So Nick's got a, a pretty good uh, level of consistency and um, since we've had him and he's, he's been pretty steady, uh, but you know, his opportunities were a little bit less. We wanted to give some more opportunities to Quinn. Um, so you know we'll, we'll see how all that goes, but so it was a very competitive spot, and um, is a competitive spot, and we'll, you know, obviously have to make a decision. But it's um, it's good to have good to have that kind of competition, have good players competing. Hey, good morning, Bill. Football as well. Oh, I wanted to ask you about Stephon Gilmore here with cut down day away. Do you anticipate him starting the season on a 53, or is this a situation where it's looking like Steph will start the season on the pub list? Uh, that, again, we have, we have a lot of roster decisions to make, and, and some of those are uh, intertwined, and um, some of the rules uh, have, have changed from what they've been in the past. So what we might have done in a different year at a different point in time may or may not be relevant now. So we'll just take a look at everything and, and continue to evaluate stuff day by day uh, as we've done, as as he's done, and, and work to get better. And we have several players in that in a similar situation. And we'll, again, get the most up-to-date information we can and try to make the best decision we can for our football team. Just, just a quick follow-up, a different Obviously, tomorrow is, is cut down day at four o'clock. Is that something you'll? Will you start the process early today with with your roster cuts, or will you do that tomorrow? Yeah. Well, we just um, and we just got back from um, you know from from New York um, a few hours ago, so we're kind of regrouping here. And again. Um, there's a lot of information that we still need to process, watch the game, uh, talk about some of the, you know, the situations that are involved there, um, look, at, look at the overall health of our team, both the players that played and the players that didn't play, that stayed behind, that were 
um, you know, continuing their their um, work and effort to get back on the field. And so we'll see how all that, you know, comes together. And um, But by 4 o'clock, we'll be compliant with, with the league roster rules, uh, as we have to be. And exactly how it goes between now and then, we'll just have to figure that out. Uh, like I said, we've only been back here for a couple hours, so we still have um, some things to organize on this end before we do anything. That's special show period, followed by Ben Fulham. Hey, Bill, I uh, wanted to ask you about Mac. It looked like both in the practice on Thursday and, and then again last night, um, the Giants did a few things in terms of bringing pressure at Mac. How do you feel like he, he's handled those situations this week? Well, those are those are opportunities and situations that uh, Joe and I talked about that are just good for our football team and good for their football team to do things that um, maybe haven't come up or or won't come up in preseason and, and do them in practice so that that the players and the coaches get experience of working with them, adjusting them, correcting them, you know, whatever the case might be. So. Um, all those situations are, are good learning situations. Um, we did that to them as well. That was part of you know, seeing some different things and doing some different things than what what happened in the game or what happened in other preseason games. That was part of the the practice structure and agreement. And I think it was beneficial for us. I'm you know I'm sure it was for for the Giants too. It was you know a great working environment and so. That's that's part of football, and we we got to experience it on both sides, as did they, and you know, it's beneficial for everyone: the line, quarterbacks, the receivers, the coaches. The you know, there's just a lot of things that you know need to that come up in those situations. And when you keep doing it against your team, you know that's great, and you get familiar with what what our defense does against our offense and vice versa. But when you see other teams, Philadelphia and the Giants, then you start to get a much wider sample and get, get new situations and new problems that you have to solve and, and recognize. And so, again, I think that was beneficial for, for everybody. I'm going to try to take three final questions. We'll start with Ben Vaughn, followed by Tom Curran. <clears throat> uh, hey, good morning, Bill. Um, Wanted to ask you about the decision at quarterback, which uh, you said last night you still have a decision to make. Um, I saw a stat this morning that uh, Mac Jones uh, had 107 snaps in the three preseason games and Cam only got 38. I think Cam got enough opportunities in these preseason games to kind of show the full scope of what he can do. Yeah, right. Well, that, again, that's that's true in a lot of situations. Players that have played a long time got fewer snaps. Um, and players that haven't played as much, rookie players, younger players, uh, got more snaps. And and again, you balance off the game snaps with the practice snaps. So um, again, it's a it's a big composite. It's not any one thing, one play, one day. Um, we have a, a volume of work to look at, and that's that's what we're going to do, and that's what we want to do. Do you feel like you need to make a decision soon because the style of the two players is fairly different? 
feel like whatever whatever we do in the next couple of days, like every day, is should be what's best for our football team, and that's what we're going to try to do. Okay, thanks. Final two questions, Tom Curran, after tour. Hey, Bill. I'm I'm curious. We're spending a lot of time on that one position, and then a decision to be made. You referenced a little earlier about opponents and trying to figure out what your opponents are doing. As we sit here trying to figure out who the starting quarterback will be, isn't it better for you to drag out giving that intel to the Miami Dolphins so that they don't know? This isn't like baseball we have to announce it. Um, do you have to announce who your starting quarterback is to the world? And is there an advantage in your preparation if your opponent doesn't know? Yeah, again, I would just say, Tom, that what we're going to do is what we feel is best for our football team, and that's what it'll be. So that's really the bottom line. There's a lot of different things to talk about, but but whatever it is, it'll be what we feel is best for the team, like would like we best, always do. Yeah, and would it be best for the team to keep that under wraps? Or would it be best for the team to know – what the situation is at certain positions. Yep. We'll, we'll do Thank what's you. best for the team. Final question, Navator. Bill, when you're making roster decisions uh, about guys whose whose health is uncertain, is the extra time make it that much more challenging because a guy could be injured today but healthy 12 days from now? Is is, is that is that something you have to take some speculation into consideration because of that? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, you try to get the projections you can, but I would say your comment there is, is you know, honestly unrealistic. Um, I don't think you could tell me how you or I or anybody else is going to feel 12 days from now, especially when you're coming off of whatever the situation is. Um, some Some things progress maybe on what you hope the timeline will be. Some things take a little longer. Sometimes things happen a little bit quicker. And so I would say that any of those kind of projections are, are just, you know, estimates. There, there's no certainty what's going to happen 12 days from now. Um, not in my experience anyway, not that I could, could count on. So unless it was a, you know, if a player was in, in some other category, that would be one thing. But if you're talking about a player who's not at 100%, um, what what will he be in, in some time frame? Again, those are just estimates. Um, and not everybody recovers at the same rate. Um, so you just have to wait and see. But... But you can make estimates. I mean, you certainly you can do that. It's, you know, one week, three weeks, five weeks. There's a big difference there. I understand that. But to really think that you're going to know exactly where somebody is, you know, at, at a future point in time, multiple weeks down the road, I think is pretty – it would be difficult to pinpoint that. But Thank you, Coach. Do the best we can. Thank you, Coach, and thanks to everyone that participated. Great, thank you.